Welcome back to the Mountains in the Sea, where we find the highs and lows of each and every Prince album and much more every other week. I'm Christy. And this is Josh. And today, today, we are continuing our lead up to Diamonds and Pearls. Three episodes deep. That's right. We're not done yet because today we are talking about the MTV Video Music Awards, the VMAs. Right. And Arsenio Hall, both appearances in September of 1991, head of the release of Diamonds and Pearls. Correct. As a reminder, if you haven't been following along at home, this episode continues our storytelling of Diamonds and Pearls from our own way, our own perspective, which is how it was unveiled to the world, starting with... Uh, what we consider like the dawn of the Diamonds and Pearls era being the Special Olympics mm-hmm. video for Get Off. Yeah. Uh, the maxi single for Get the Off. The maxi single for Get Off. The song Glam Slam 91. Uh-huh. That were all just kind of uh, teasers sort of for right. what became Diamonds and Pearls. And here we are, what, like a month out from the release of the album uh-huh. in September of 1991. That's right. We're covering these, and it's a weird thing to cover because <laughs> he record the the Arsenio Hall performance. Yes, which was like the entire episode. It was like just basically Prince is going to play, and we're going to talk about Prince. That was on September fourth. Was when it was recorded. Recorded, but it yes. didn't air for Until, a number of days later. Yeah, September 9th is the first day. Whereas that it aired. September fifth, he performed on the VMAs, uh-huh. and it aired live right so we're starting with get off for that reason because that's what get we off? saw first oh, yes yeah get off the is that one VMAs. song that he recorded yeah. that <laughs> it's been great seeing you guys thanks for listening that's the <laughs> end of the podcast entirely christy's out no I had it with this dish. <laughs> But you know what I am going to say before we continue on with this is Merry Christmas if you celebrate, because this episode, if you're listening to it on release day, it is Christmas Eve 2023. Merry Christmas. That's what we celebrate. Otherwise, whatever you celebrate, happy that. Happy, happy holidays. Everything. That's right. Happy, happy, merry, merry, whatever you celebrate. For sure. And Happy New Year, because that's right. we won't talk to you for a little while. Yeah, it's going to be uh, three weeks between episodes. Instead of the normal two. That's right. We get because one off week. That's, that's right. That's what our bosses said we could do. That's what the producers <laughs> gave us. Those yes, are all that, the PTO is, days we earned this season. That is, uh, yes, that is what <laughs> I, as the producer, have allotted for time off. Jeez. <laughs> Slave driver. She can end the show and she schedules the show. <laughs> I think there might be an imbalance of power. You pick the content. I do, but I mean, <laughs> I don't really consider that as much power. What we talk about isn't as much power as when we record it. I'm going to sit here and talk about something that has to do with Prince. That's guaranteed, right? I mean, yeah. Okay. You could okay. do this without me. No, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would listen. <laughs> Mostly. Yes, you could. You could. All right. So we're going to start with the MTV VMAs. We must start there. That's September right. 5th, 1991. Okay. Before we jump right into that, mm-hmm. I'm going to 
uh, we're not going to talk about it a ton. But there's a particular outfit that is integral to the MTV VMAs. It is what put that show on the map for a lot of people. A lot of people, even who, like me, who didn't have MTV heard and saw up the butt out outfit that yes. is in that. So of princes. We, of no, princes. It wasn't like yes. it was Arsenio Hall or no, somebody. No, no, no. Yeah, Prince himself. Yes. His yellow butt out outfit. Right. That was scandalous at the VMAs. Right. Michael Dean had Stacy along on his show back in 2017. Yeah. She worked in Prince's wardrobe department in the 90s and she helped create that particular outfit. Yes. And I will have a link on our social media to that. It's only like 12 minutes long, but it's super interesting. And um, rather than like rehash that too much, because it's not really his butt, and she talks about that and she talks about the different incarnations and it was kind of a tight time schedule shocker prince wasn't planning ahead for that particular thing yeah whatever yeah um it's great totally worth a listen i'll have a link to it on facebook the mountains and the sea of prince podcast on twitter at tmats t-m-a-t-s podcast or if you don't do the socials and you would like a link to that or whatever else we're talking about today, send me an email, tmatspodcast at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to shoot that back to you. I would say it is his butt. I mean, it's not like he had a butt stand-in. It just wasn't see-through. It wasn't his exposed derriere. Right. I think that's where we're headed. Yes. It, his butt was completely covered. Correct. Yes. Like, it may have been his own derriere's shape. Well, sure. But Which it, would be true of any pair of pants he wore. Exactly. Pockets or not. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. So, yes. September 5th, 1991. So, I remembered this very clearly that Arsenio Hall was the returning host of the show, uh-huh. which makes perfect sense that Prince would agree to come back and do the show. Right. With Arsenio being the host, he was comfortable with him, just did the, even though he didn't talk to Arsenio on camera, the night before, day before, afternoon before, had just spent yeah. all day at Arsenio's studio, recording, performing, and the next day, had a party over at Universal Amphitheater in University of California. That's right, that... Amphitheater opened in 1972 with a performance of Jesus Christ Superstar. It closed in the fall of 2013, and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios Hollywood is now on that location. Wow. So you can fly on Hagrid's little buggy? What is it? Hagrid has a... No, he had a motorcycle. A motorcycle. Thank you. Uh Yes, you can explore the peaks and valleys of... Or Prince's rump <laughs> was once believed to be explored. Explored? His rump Exposed. was expo- <laughs> explored. You can explore it on Hagrid's motorcycle where it had been supposedly exposed. Okay. Just just making sure that wasn't a very different I'm ride. I'm sure his derriere was well explored by someone <laughs> other than Hagrid or Harry or any of the Wizarding World gang. Mm-hmm. They weren't involved. <laughs> Uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened on the 1991 
Video Music Awards. It was R.E.M.'s Year to Shine. Yes. I remember an interview after his Prince was, was he the last? Yes, I believe he was the last performance. Uh, Yes, Guns N' Roses and then Prince played the the closing thing. And so they had interviews afterwards, and I remember them interviewing Michael Stipe and R.E.M., was there anyone that you wanted to really see tonight? And everyone said, I was here to see Prince perform, which uh-huh. surprised me coming from Michael Stipe. Uh-huh. You know, because I think REM's the kind of band that Prince would say, I could do their music, but I do other stuff. Uh-huh. So I just thought that was kind of fun to remember. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people who performed, yeah. the other performers yeah, at that show. Kind of, I like talking about this because it yeah. like uh, kind of puts it in perspective from yeah. what was going on then. It was... Yeah, exactly. Van Halen. Yeah. CNC Music Factory. Who had a song based on Arsenio Hall's uh-huh. uh, Things That Make You Go, hmm. Uh-huh. Which is kind of a fun connection. Yeah. Poison. Mariah Carey. Yeah. EMF. Oh. Paula Abdul. I love me some EMF. Me yeah. too. I had the cassette. Me too. It was right. unbelievable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Queensryche. Yep. LL Cool J, mm-hmm. Metallica, yeah. Don Henley. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good eclectic collection uh-huh. of like Queensryche and then LL Cool J with Mama Said Knock You Out. Uh-huh. Then Metallica, Enter Sandman, and then Don Henley, yeah. the heart of the matter. Uh-huh. Such a sweet man. Yep. And then, of course, Guns N' Roses, which you already mentioned. Uh, followed by Prince, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I had forgotten that... That's where the big brouhaha with Poison's Brett Michaels uh-huh. and C.C. DeVille, they okay. got into a fist fight during the show, Yeah, and it ended up with DeVille being fired from Poison, uh-huh. and he was replaced, but then would rejoin Poison five years later and be in the band thereafter. Yeah. So I'd forgotten about that. So that was one little... There was always like... Some scripted, some just because these party people got together in one place and, you know, things happen. There's a story about that conflict on Louder Sound that I will send to you that you can all read and regale over. Here we go. I mean, surprise, Brett Michaels had, he got a little violent. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, that guy, you don't say. Yeah. He's a little unpredictable. He he might have been unpredictable. Yep. Um, In the words of EMF, he might be unbelievable. Unpredictable. Oh. (laughs) I also had forgotten that it was Paul Rubin's first appearance after being arrested for... uh, Indecent exposure, I think. Indecent exposure at an adult movie theater. Yeah. So he had kind of been out of the limelight for a while. And of course, the reruns of Pee-wee's Playhouse were taken off the air. And there was a nation divided over Pee-wee Herman. But he made an appearance as Pee-wee uh-huh. and came out and his, his first words were, hmm, heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he made the joke. It was so funny. I forgot to laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I totally forgotten that um, Paul Rubens made his first appearance after that. I really like that they chose to recreate some aspects of the music video Right there on the stage, you know, much of the set was 
from the video was brought there, that big fiery cauldron, oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So I will give credit for reuse of, you know, making the most of the big investment uh-huh. and bankruptcy associated with the video that it kind of traveled well. Mm-hmm. Parts of it maybe ended up on Arsenio Hall. We could talk about that here in yeah. a minute also. But yeah, it was essentially... There were rumors that he was going to show up with 50 dancers and a giant band and this big set, and I think it was still surprisingly big. Yeah. Real surprisingly yeah, big. Yeah, there are a lot of people on that stage. But then they but they did some things that they did in the video, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the beginning, they dogpile on Prince. Of course they do. Which is, you know, fine, fun, whatever. But when he gets up, he gets up. In the splits, playing the cloud guitar. He does. It is kind of incredible. It is. like, wow. He's a strong and small man. Mm -hmm. I will say like his, I guess you call reverse splits there. Uh Because he's from like the floor, does the splits up to start playing the guitar. And it looks a little more labored to me than it does in the video. Right. But still flawlessly pulled off. Right. his yellow lace Long sleeve, long pants, but crop top uh-huh. outfit yes. and a yellow guitar. I mean, the man, if it wasn't yellow, yeah. it wasn't on him. That's right. But if you look at the color design of the whole stage and the wider shots, he just screamed on stage. You could not lose track of where Prince was. He was the yes. only bright yellow thing uh-huh. on this entire stage of oranges and blues and reds and that kind of stuff. Right. And I thought and was really well thought the out. The fire was up higher than him. Yeah. So it yes. wasn't like he like was blending in with the fire at all. Nor in danger of catching on fire. The, this is, this is but true. Yes, there was a real live fire on stage, mm-hmm. for sure. So we both watched a YouTube video uh-huh. of, and we watched the same one, which I'm sure you will share. Yeah. But what's not included on that is Arsenio Hall introducing Prince. They came back from a commercial and Prince says, this is the one, or not Prince, sorry, Arsenio says, uh-huh. this is the one, this is the reason I took the gig again. Aww. And he introduces the band and here we come. So sorry to back up a little bit. You can tell that Prince is singing live. You can tell, once he starts singing live, you can tell, however, he starts with his lip sync of the, ah, uh, yeah. and the, yeah. Kind of painful screaming at the beginning that's clearly lip sync, but yes. Yes, but like the singing, singing part of it. Yes, because he's got this lacy outfit. He does. And I know this is the thing you have always kind of liked is that he. The lacy outfit catches on his microphone stand. Oh, he he like, you know, struts up to Uh the mic just right in time and. I think he, it's with his left hand. He grabs the mic uh-huh. and starts to sing and then goes to take his hand away. Uh-huh. And the, you can tell he's singing live because his sleeve gets caught on that microphone stand and you can hear the audio change. Oh, yeah. I mean, it even hits his shoulder. Right. And, of course, he's he knows the weight and size and like the physics of the microphone. So he has no trouble catching it. I couldn't tell if he breaks the loop that hooked yeah. on it or if he like just flicks it off, but it's yeah. like a nothing move. And then he kind of steadies the mic and uh-huh. moves on. It's a definite, like a little bit of a hiccup and certainly like right off the bat could have thrown off the whole thing. Uh-huh. 
And had the mic, if the, can you imagine like, the mic fallen or like, oh man, it wouldn't have been pretty. No, but he just like rolls with it. He's Mr. Cool. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, there must be 40 people, 40 oh, people I mean, on stage in that so wide shot. Many dancers on that stage. Yeah, it's a crowded mess. Uh huh. For sure. Dancers, yeah, so, I don't know, wow. actors almost is what I would say. They were athletes. Yeah. Well toned people. Uh huh. Right. Because they had to hold, we'll call them yoga positions. Well, and I'm watching all these people and I'm thinking, this had to be a nightmare to put together for everyone involved. Like getting all those people there. in the spot yeah. backstage where they need to be to get on stage really quickly and then get them back off again and sure. getting the set set up and lighting it, the torches. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lighting the bowl of fire up there. Yeah. You know, making sure nobody's falling off. Everybody's doing what they're supposed to that, you know. Everything's lit. I'm like, it must have been an absolute nightmare for yeah. whoever had to put this together. It's one of those, like, you love it or you hate it or you love to hate it. Okay. Sure. Kind of like, if you're the producer of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember reading, fast forwarding to the Super Deluxe Edition book, the mm-hmm. hardbound book that comes with it, them recounting that Warner Brothers had nothing to do with Prince's coordination to be on the VMAs oh. or to do Arsenio. That was Prince All and him. his team at Paisley Park arranged it, came up with it, I guess, lucked into the timing of it all, too. Uh-huh. Um, wow. Yeah, so pretty, pretty incredible. So yeah. that was like mistake number one. I think uh, I know where you're going with the next one. Well, I think the next one is when you get to the first chorus and Rosie is off to the left, kind of like she was in the video, and her vocals are almost inaudible. Her mic's not working. Oh, it's not working at all? I don't oh, think she, her mic wow. was working at all. Her. You can hear her because she belted it out like a badass <laughs> that she is. Yeah. And somebody else's microphone picked it up. Okay. But I don't think her microphone worked at all. I thought it came back towards the, they kind of, but it was still like too low throughout the entire performance. If it came back, it was not turned up properly. I don't think it was ever on. Okay. In contrast, I would say, Tony Mosley's chorus vocals are a little too loud and a little mm. too yelled. What makes the album version smooth is Tony's kind of laid back delivery. And here he's walking around, but it gets a little yelly. Yeah. To me. Easy to do in the excitement of all of these people. Sure. We'll say that like Tommy Barbarella doesn't have, I mean, I'm sure he has musical portions to contribute. Uh I don't know exactly what those are. Might be triggering samples or something like that. But he's busy enough because after the second chorus, you can see Tommy Barbarella being swarmed by a woman. He's trying to play the keys and he's got someone (laughs) like draped all over him. I did notice also that Prince seems to be playing the yellow cloud guitar with his right thumb, almost okay. like a bass oh. guitar playing style. Okay. Up until the end, it does not look like he's using a guitar pick. Okay. How about that? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Prince casually 
passes the guitar to attack in front. Would you say casually? Because I was going to say that that's the whole one, two, three, nah, little cutie. And he's like backing up. He's kind of positioning his arm so he can swing the guitar off. And he does it like in between yeah. breaths almost. Yeah. He does casually hand it off, but get it, he's got to be quick uh-huh. to get that thing off of Yeah. Him. Which I thought, but was he didn't. Well it, but done. it wasn't like a production. It was. It did, sure. wasn't distracting to get. That's what I mean by okay. casually. Gotcha. It wasn't distracting yeah. to get it off. He didn't throw that guitar he at somebody. It back also. Right. Yeah. He handed it to somebody. Right. So that's a little more casual than the, like when we had seen him in concert. When we <laughs> saw him in Houston. I mean, I I think I lost count how many times he just had the guitar in his hands and tossed it. Correct. That was in 2002. Yeah. Yep. So I see what you mean by casually. Continue. Yeah. Okay. And then the butt. You do get a first glimpse of the butt right there. That's right. And you know what? It was less dramatic than I remembered. Well, that wasn't like the the part, but sure, that was when you first caught a glimpse of it. Well, he like turned around. He did, but it wasn't the... It wasn't he, the, like... It's not when he flashes it and, like, truly positions himself to... Right. Yes, no, but he turned around, and that's, like, yeah. the wow moment. And it was earlier and a little less dramatic than okay. I remembered. I was like, that's the part that was like, wait, did you see the back of it? Or you could have blinked and missed it, uh-huh. and then he comes back... Right. ...around. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll say. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to mention... So it's Prince's Full Moon. We'll just call it that. <laughs> and the trophy given to VMA award winners is the little statue of the astronaut on the moon. Uh-huh. Oh, the moon. There's like oh. a little moon theme going on here. I think that's kind of cute. I doubt that it's connected, but it's there. It's a thing. There you go. Yeah. And then when he says the lines, move your big ass around this way, is when he... Turns around and really gives everybody a good look oh, yeah. at that little behind. Yep, for sure. He presents his booty. He does, almost twice. Uh-huh. He like gets in position and then gets in better position uh-huh. to truly like <laughs> let his rear face the crowd uh-huh. and his head is turned to the left so we can deliver lines to the microphone. Uh-huh. Yeah. The full moon indeed. The full moon. The full moon. We get the whole extended sort of version line of I think I like it with the dress half on that's uh-huh. not in the album version, not um, right. you know in the in the video version. He walks stage right with no guitar. He's just having fun with the delivery and smiling. He's like truly in control, especially when he delivers. Oh my God. Uh-huh. He kind of half covers his face. Yeah. Well, and the the whole, the places we will do it. No, oh, sure. Bit, he kind of sings yes. rather than That's true. raps That's so true. much. There is a little melody to it all. Uh huh. Right. Whereas it's much more spoken word, true, rap adjacent in most versions of this song, and Correct. here he sings it. And I'm he like, does. oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we get the pool playing, mimicking during the eight ball line mm-hmm. here. Also, 
Then we get a little dance-off by Prince here at the end. He gives a nice sly look before he says, everybody in the house, kick it. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody in the house, kick it. Yeah, he gives a sly look and he like runs his hand down his abdomen to Uh, his crotch all like Caressing himself. Yep. When he thinks about you, he touches himself. Yeah. Sure. There's a bit of a... A nut like Egyptian pose that he makes at the end of the little uh-huh. drum break there. The and he's got this weird contortion that he's in where he's almost like a human chair on his own, and his crop top is up above his nipples. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just having a good time. He's gotten his guitar also back because we get. Lots of mic play and splits for that last chorus that he delivers. and Which that mic play is very cool. Like it is, he knows exactly how much it weighs uh and exactly how it's going to behave because he like sends it on a little journey and he knows it's got to be back to his mouth at a precise moment and it is there when he needs it. He is like... It's very impressive. That's why it's so he was so comfortable with it. That's why it's so noteworthy of the little mm-hmm. m- uh, mishap at the beginning right. of the song. He gets his guitar back during tight shots of Tony and Rosie, but right before his guitar solo, did you happen to hear or try to make out what he mutters before his guitar solo? Oh, it sounded like Sam Goodies in the house to me, but somebody say, oh, yeah, but I don't know what he said. Oh, before that, before right before the guitar solo, something like everybody scream something. Okay. This is where I started watching his right hand playing and thought maybe he has a guitar pick ring or a mm. pick perhaps here. It's hard to tell. If he's even playing with or without a uh, guitar pick. And of course, from 1991, it's not HD video. It's, right. you know, a VHS uh, quality recording. There are those lots of ad libs at the end. Uh huh. Um, if you feel good in the house, somebody say, oh, oh, yeah. If you feel good in the house. Oh, yeah. Is I was that like, Sam, Sam, Sam Goodies in the house. No, what the part if you I was feel talking, good? We were talking about two different things. So okay. what I'm trying to figure out what he's saying is right before his guitar solo. Okay. Uh, and then after the guitar solo, he's singing, if you feel good in the house, somebody okay. say, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, we get some Prince screams, some Awas. How could he not deliver those? <laughs> And then uh, he did like to kind of tag his songs like P Control uh-huh. and this one to a degree with let me make sure you're not understanding. I'm not up here just trying to be nasty. I have a message for you uh-huh. that's important as he that's sings. Right. He says something like brothers screaming at them things okay. is what I heard. Okay. As if like they're complaining about things that don't matter all over the world. I just want to say peace, love, make love. And he repeats that a few times. As uh-huh. the song ends. Yeah. So he does kind of redeem 
the salacious quality of his performance there at the end. With yes, a nice but then he message. gives us one last oh, yeah. undulation of his tuchus. Well, that and, you know, whoever screams, I don't know if it's Tony, uh, Sonny or Levi that screams, on the one, yeah. and the song ends. Mm-hmm. On the one! And we get another nasty prince moment there. Oh, yes. He does a very lewd gesture with his mouth and hand. Oh, he just smiles. He's He ends the song, kind of poses with uh-huh. the song, perf- with the guitar upright. Uh, then he goes to hand the guitar back to the tech. And as he does it, he's looking at someone in uh-huh. the front row close to him. Uh, index finger middle finger in a V and puts uh-huh. his tongue through them both and smiles. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's, he you know, it. something about a little box, right? Yep. And a tongue inside. Yes. A V-shaped box. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did a little more sleuthing about the VMAs and saw that MTV posted a story on their own website about uh, the 1991 Awards, yeah, like um, twenty years later. Yes, yeah. You know what they didn't mention? Uh, I'm go ahead and say it because it's in my notes. No th- mention of Prince or his assless pants at all. The word Prince isn't even on the page. I cannot believe it because literally on Entertainment Tonight the next day they could not shut up about Prince's assless pants. Yep, which wasn't even. I mean, I mean, it was a. It almost. Like, I knew about the assless pants before I knew about the fight between the guys in Poison. <laughs> it and, was a super smart... I mean, it fit the song. Mm-hmm. It fit, like, has Prince still got it? Because he's seven years removed from Purple Rain and has had, you know, some hits, but not like a massively big album that wasn't associated with a project that wasn't his, like Batman, you know? And, of course, Graffiti Bridge was kind of a dud right and so he had something to prove and I, I don't even think that they could predict the viral nature of what would happen before going viral was even a thing i also want to mention in september 2023 the renowned music opinion website business insider <laughs> posted their list of 21 best vma performances prince and get off turns up at number 18 Beyonce is ranked first with her medley of Lemonade from the 2016 show. Okay, fine. I guess the if I just the, thought it was funny. I'm like, uh-huh. let me see what people think. I'm like, oh, Business Insider? <laughs> okay. Prince wanted to get his Business Insider. Um, also wanted to look up viewership. I was wondering, like, obviously... All award shows Uh have tailed off in viewership, you know, with streaming and so many other content options out there. So I was like, how many people watch that? Well, prior to 1994, MTV did not subscribe to Nielsen Media Research Programs. So there is no information about uh, overall ratings of VMAs. However, according to Wikipedia, the highest number of MTV viewers for VMAs was in 2011. Okay. They had 12.4 million viewers on MTV. The lowest number of MTV viewers was in 2022. Uh-huh. For the VMAs or t- for in total? For the VMAs. No, I'm talking okay. about the VMAs. Watching on MTV, would you like to guess? Peaking at 12.4 million. Uh-huh. Again, watching on cable, MTV. Two million. 
630,000 people watched it in 2022. But they list that 3.85 million in cumulative TV viewers, not including internet streams. Whatever that means. Okay, so people didn't watch it live. So only 600-some thousand people watched it live. Okay. And then when they re-ran it, it eventually had... Well, okay. Three million viewers, okay. not clown, to... not counting the yeah. internet, which yeah. probably I would say, if you if probably individual performances would end up on oh, yeah. YouTube, people would go sure, and not watch the whole award show. They're not going to watch the whole yeah. award show. They're going to watch the yep. either their favorite artist get an award or their favorite perform. artist perform. Sure. Well, even the YouTube video that you and I watched of this performance was uploaded in 2018 and it has 102,000 views. So yeah, basically what 15% of the entire viewership from the 2022 show essentially, which is kind of amazing. So I also went down a quick little rabbit hole of Prince's history with the VMAs. So that was the second and last time he would perform Mm -hmm. at the VMAs. Uh, he performed in 1987 and did the Sign of the Times play in, play in the Sunshine medley. Mm-hmm. Um, then he performed Get Off in 1991. He'd appear again in 1999. And he said, MTV originally asked me here to perform a song, meaning 1999, which he wasn't going to do then. Uh-huh. Because he still wasn't Prince, quote unquote. And he said, I decided I'd rather come introduce my favorite group. And he introduced TLC. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, Ultimate Prince has a great story about Prince's history on the VMAs, his awards and and others. I think he won his first VMA for the video for Raspberry Beret, but has won others as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, obviously we had heard the song Get Offs and we'd seen the video. So uh-huh. this wasn't like a big surprise. It was almost like a smart promo push and then of course he took it to another level with his costuming uh-huh uh to just keep the dream alive for a big single that didn't really get radio play because it wasn't all that friendly uh-huh um it's a but, little too dirty for like oh yeah drive home airplay time yep for sure for sure so little did we know mm-hmm. as he's up there showing his non-bare buttocks to the world that the day before on September 4th, 1991, he had recorded an entire show with Arsenio Hall. Mm-hmm. Yes, he surely did. So he had the same band there, the entire NPG. Right. That we didn't really give credit to other than some Tommy B shout outs. Right. And, uh, uh Tony M, the other Game Boys were there. Sure, Sunny T was there. Rosie was there. Got some shots. Uh, of Michael Bland Michael was there. Bland also, yeah. yeah. So according to Prince Vault, the band included Prince, Michael Bland, Sunny T, Levi Caesar Jr., Tommy Barbarella, Rosie Gaines, the Game Boys, Tony M, Damon Dixon, Kirk Johnson, and then uh, Lori L and. Uh, what's her name? Robia Lamort uh-huh. uh, together as Diamond and Pearl. But they also listen list Maite. They do Dance. on Prince Vault, and I didn't see her at all. I didn't either. Because I was like, is this the per- first time she performed with the NPG? Because it was her bio in Prince Vault 
only says 1992. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, 1991, that would be... A little early. That would be early. That would make this among her first performances with sure. them, if not the first. But I, I didn't mean, see her there at all. She might have been there, but... I didn't see her perform. Me either. And I was like, ooh, is that her on stage during Get Off also? Oh. But it's too yeah, hard to tell. It is. Can't yeah, tell. The but old I don't video. think that she's here. Yeah. I don't think so either. Cool. Arsenio Hall, they say at the beginning, was filmed at Paramount Studios on stage 29. Was that part of like the theme song? It was right? part the of like their intro, intro, like their pre-recorded intro. Yeah. Uh, other things that have been recorded on that oh. studio. Yes. Mission Impossible in 1986. These are all television. There okay. was a few films, but mostly it's television. Uh, the early incarnation of Mission Impossible, Mannix, Solid Gold, hmm. and Dr. Phil. Oh, wow. Okay, that makes sense. Because Arsenio's show was, I mean, it was sort of like an answer to The Tonight Show and... Late show with David Letterman or uh-huh. whatever it was. Or what was it well, called? Well, oh, the, that's why it ended because it kind of went up against the Tonight Show. Yeah, it and it was on CBS in a lot of markets. And then when David Letterman got passed over for, for the, the Tonight, Tonight show, show, yeah, he went to CBS to do the. The late uh, show. The late show. And most markets picked up the late show instead of Arsenio Hall. Yeah. And then the uh when he became a hit in many markets, the rest of them went ahead and picked up David Letterman in favor or in opposition to Arsenio Hall. Yeah. So he kind of just got pushed out of the market. Yeah. It was a fun show, though. It was kind mm-hmm. of an alternate, you know, take on the late night uh, it, show. It was a very, uh, they would have called it urban at that time. Sure. But definitely, a, you know, a show that anybody could enjoy, but was definitely more targeted to the black culture. Yeah. Um, just by way of Arsenio Hall being the host, but also many of the guests, not always, but often they were of particular interest to. Yeah. Black audiences. Black audiences. Yeah. Yeah. So typically, you'd get a monologue with Arsenio, mm-hmm. but the house band plays 1999 as mm-hmm. Arsenio comes out on stage. Southeast and West, it's Arsenio Welcomes Patty LaBelle. That's right. They the kind of tease her as a. Well, he said he on. needed a date. A special surprise co host. Oh, is okay. how they That's tease how. her. Okay. And then, uh, you know, Arsenio comes out. I have to give a little props to his suit because his suit was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It was very, like, 90s, but in a very cool way. It was all black, and then the left sleeve was this, like, brocade pattern. Yeah, I thought it was a leopard print, but it was, like, a pattern. Yeah. It was, like, a yellow, brown, orange, and black thing. Mm -hmm. And it was 
I'm like, that is very of the time, but it was also pretty cool. I thought that he could have been one of the Game Boys. Yeah. Yes. But it was like the Game Boys matured would have been Arsenio's outfit. The Game Men. (laughs) (laughs) The Game Men's with a Z on the end? I don't know. Just peek. Be sure you pronounce the enunciate the letter M in the mm. the game men. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, Arsenio says it's a big night and he needed a date. Mm-hmm. And so That's there's right. Patty, and Patty gets to introduce this ongoing joke on Arsenio Hall of what the dog pound is made of. Uh-huh. It's like a special area of for fans, or you'd win tickets to go and sit behind the band. You'd be referred to as the dog pound, and here. Patty says the dog pound is full of people whose prince has finally come. (laughs) Yes. Very fun. Yeah. The dog pound also was like a connection to the Cleveland Browns. Arsenio Hall is from Cleveland. So there was a little bit of connection there with a a football connection. It's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. I think throughout this whole show, Patty's earrings interfere with her microphone. There's like a jingle Uh jangle of Patty's big old... Leaf or whatever they were, earrings. Yeah. yeah. She proudly tells the audience that she is 47 years old. Yeah. She has five children yeah. and another one, Prince. Right. Four boys and one girl. No, and, yeah, yeah. Yes. Those are her children. Yeah. And then, and oh, and one. then I have a, like another child. Yes. Like, yeah, she yeah. felt kind of motherly towards him, even though yes. she would have been an awfully young mother if he were her child. Yeah. She would have been like, 13, 14, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And I have five kids. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, four boys and one girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right, and I'm 47. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll later. talk about that. We'll talk about and that. I have another one, and his name is Prince. Yeah. yeah. Patty, why Patty? Why is Patty here? I as I wasn't really aware when I was watching this in 1991, that Prince had worked with Patti LaBelle before uh-huh. until she does talk about it a little bit, but she well started as the front woman of the vocal group, Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells. Uh-huh. Is there anything more sixties than that? Um, then she had solo career um, in 1989. She released the album, be yourself, mm-hmm. which uh, the Prince song, yo, mister and love 89 appeared on. Mm-hmm. There are, circulating recordings of Prince's vocal Yo Mister version. There is a little bit of a Diamonds and Pearls connection also. There was the song Temptation on the album Martika's Kitchen, okay, which is not related to Prince's song Temptation. But that album included the song Temptation that was covered by Patti LaBelle and included on her 1991 album Burnin', Okay. Which Prince also contributed to. Okay. So there are lots of like ins and outs, the interweavings mm-hmm. of Prince and Patti LaBelle That's run right. deep. Well, and Sheila E is in the audience, and Sheila E is how correct uh, Patti and Prince met one another. Right. But they don't waste any time. Oh, no. They're, they know what people are there for, right? Four minutes in, and Prince is on stage. Yes, so, and she introduced, she, like, lays it all out, what he's going to perform, let's go crazy, and kiss, (laughs) right? Yes. Kicking it all off with let's go crazy and kiss. 
So this is another good example of Prince like playing his hand carefully. One of the first late night shows he'd ever done, and it wasn't all new material. He came out, you know, swinging with big hits, uh-huh. and then would mix in the new stuff right later on. But he does play. They do play the opening strains of Diamonds and Pearls, right before, which really yeah. matched pretty well with the beginning of Let's Go Crazy. Like yeah. it kind of flowed together really nicely. It does, for sure. I don't know how many people knew what that was. Probably, Probably not. not many, right? Um, I'll tell you one thing about Arsenio set. The dog pound, if you're looking at the stage, they're on the far right. Arsenio's little interview platform is on the far left. And the performance area seems like it's a half mile <laughs> back away from uh-huh. the crowd. Like way deep, way back right. there. Yeah. It seemed like they gave up audience space to make sure that there was plenty of space for performers and for the cameras on all of that to be there when they needed it. Like the audience was maybe a little on the small side True, for that type of show. Yeah. They were loud though. Uh And they were into it, even though there were a lot of celebrities there also. Yeah. There's one, what I think is a single fire pillar, a hand holding up a Uh bowl with fire in it. That's part of his set. Uh, decor yes. from Get Off. Yeah. And I had to look it up. I even grabbed our Cream Maxi single because I'm like, he's wearing white, but then there's like a black and white vest uh-huh. that is seen in the video and the cover for Cream on the oh, Maxi single. Okay. It is I didn't make that connection. Of, yeah, it's there. Yeah, that outfit's really nice. Like the shirt's kind of a little see-through, but he's got this very 90s patterned, very graphic black and white vest. And later on you see him after he's taken off the vest, he flips up his collar and you realize, Oh, the cuffs and the underside of the collar of that shirt match the vest. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They're, like, they're, yeah, it's all obviously not all he, custom made. Yeah. Of course he wasn't no. wearing off the rack, but uh, no, no, he was not. Um, so the black and white kind of outfit with the yellow cloud guitar that screamed again there, this mm-hmm. bright yellow guitar that was sort of the centerpiece of everything with a typhoon that was ultra floofed, super tall, you know, gravity defying. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, there was a hairspray shortage in 1991. <laughs> so, I mean, a fairly like, uh, I wouldn't say by the books, but true to the album, true to his live renditions of let's mm-hmm. go crazy through the first chorus when the entire place gets a confetti shower. Uh huh. So he both dropped things from the ceiling and later would lift things up to the ceiling mm-hmm. during this show. Uh, so we get kind of a truncated, let's go crazy mm-hmm. and a little and drum breakdown. Clearly having a great time. Yes, very much so. The oh no, let's go. We get a little breakdown. He hands his guitar off, mm-hmm. and you get the little kiss breakdown. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, 
Yeah, this is where he strips his vest off. Yeah, unbuttons the vest and kind of joins the three Game Boys for some choreography stuff back there that's well planned and well rehearsed. (laughs) Okay, so, but he does this thing that I remember doing when I was a kid. So he goes up to that little platform area Uh and he rolls up onto his shoulders and supports his hips with his arms, like his hands, like his elbows are on the ground and his shoulders are on the ground, hands are on his hips and his legs are straight up in the air. It's like a PE exercise from high school, right? It was like the 70s TV shows that I watched when I was a kid. Suzanne Summers on Three's Company. Yeah. Yeah, totally like did that. And, she yes. in her leotard, yeah. she'd do that and like pedal and kick and do all that stuff. And I'm like, there is Prince just channeling his inner Suzanne Summers. <laughs> he did. Yes. Uh, we get kind of an overhead shot of the stage, which you couldn't really see mm-hmm. at uh, if it was there at the get off performance. It has this kind of twisty version of the love symbol uh-huh. on the stage on the little dance floor that oh, they have set okay. up that is not like the final love symbol version but as the male female signs but it's uh-huh. kind of got this curve to it yeah, yeah kind of an early incarnation it is yeah uh, maybe further pushed from his motorcycle in purple rain but yeah there's a stage hand while they're dancing that rushes from stage left oh. to our right to uh-huh. move prince's guitar pedal his out of the way pedals i guess yeah. like further forward because he's not going to play guitar during the song. Right. He's going to be dancing like a maniac. Yes, and he when Prince starts singing, he does so under a tent made of Game Boys. <laughs> yes, Game Boy <laughs> tent. I called it London Bridges Falling Down. Oh, with, there with you Prince. go. Yeah. Yes, it was like he was this tent, London Bridge, yep. and then they're standing over him, and then they end up rotating around him. Yeah. I like, mean, they block him from view during, like, you don't need experience... And they start to circle him with their arms uh-huh. above him. So you don't really, they're, they're obscuring him, which is a little frustrating, I guess, if you're trying to see, you're there to see Prince, not whatever is uh, fun thing Tower to do. of Big <laughs> Game Boys. <laughs> uh, when he gets to the second chorus, he points at the crowd, You want to sing tonight? Uh-huh. Like he knows people are going to be able to get into the song, right? There's some very, very choreographed dancing. And you know what it reminded me of? It made me recall how much the white boy bands of the late 80s and 90s borrowed from black culture. That they were really watching what was happening Mm -hmm. in black culture and copying it. I'm like, oh, NSYNC did this uh-huh. because the Game Boys did this. Oh, uh, well, I don't know if it's a like, Game Boy direct, but definitely borrowing not, from what we would right. call urban or R&B or whatever it was called then, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yep. it was just people like... people weren't seeing it because it wasn't getting a lot of... Right. Know, like the, that's why this thing on Arsenio was so big. Uh-huh. Right. Like, you th- people saw it on BET yep. and some producer realized, oh, if I put make a bunch of white... Cute white boys do this. Yep. We got a hit on our hands, uh right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Prince lets the crowd and Rosie sing the chorus while he does some Morris Day style 
hair brushing, mimicking, <laughs> and he's primping he himself. To brush his for, teeth oh yeah, and he yeah. mimes it. It's all very fun. It is very very fun, and he's having a good, a, a really good time. Uh, and right before he does that, though, he screams. Uh huh. And he throws the mic stand. Oh yeah. And a live mic. Yep. Just they kill it. it. They kill it pretty quickly, they but do, you can but hear it. Like you can hear it crash, and I'm like, oh, somebody was like, oh, uh, damn, why uh, didn't why they tell me they were going to do that? Yeah, some sound mixer is like, uh-huh. a little heads up would be nice, but yeah, of course he he did what he did. Yeah, for the whole, I think I want to dance. We get like head bob moves and finger guns mm-hmm. pointing with the, with the Game Boys. All again, very um, choreographed. In the album version, obviously it's Wendy playing rhythm guitar, mm-hmm. um, and he sings "Talking About Our Little Girl Wendy's Parade" is what he says. But here it's "Talking About Junior's Parade." Mm-hmm. And it's Levi Caesar Jr. playing the little guitar lick at the end. So while he's far back from the crowd, it does give him quite a runway to take a running start and slide directly into the crowd, heels first, uh-huh. and let people you know, get their hands all over him as he runs off. I, I couldn't believe he did that. I'm like, he does it a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Probably and an insurance nightmare for I mean, producers of the show. It seems like the kind of thing he would not like very much. <laughs> Right, for someone to do that to him, yeah. yeah. No, well, no, for him to like do that and like be all grabbed, like you've you're touching me in a way that I'm not asking. Who knows who that was? If he knew who the people were, Mm -hmm. you know, they might not have been complete strangers. As he sings, you know, he rush, he does that. He's like covered in people and hands, but still makes it back to the mic with perfect timing to deliver women, not girls. Rule my world, like mm-hmm. doesn't miss a beat. Could have easily been late and wasn't. Uh huh. When he sings "Act Your Age," mm-hmm. he drops the mic <gasps> from his right hand and catches it with his left, and never looks at it at all. It is the smallest moment that is absolutely captivating. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably I watched. <laughs> I probably watched it six times. Another like instance where had he missed or like just setting himself up for if you're not perfect, right? It could be a disaster. Uh huh. And it didn't bother him. Nope. And of course, he handled it beautifully. In between sets, while Prince is changing his clothes, mm-hmm. uh, Arsenio and Patty Labelle chat, which is the whole point of her being there. She's so distracted by Prince. <laughs> That she can't hardly remember why she's there. Yeah. Which she's there because she's playing Dwayne's mom on Different Worlds. Right. So that's the thing she's like supposed to be there promoting. Yeah. But she's so distracted she can't even hardly remember that. Yeah. And then she laughs that Prince doesn't eat. Uh-huh. He lives on the spirit. He's probably hungry now. He's probably hungry now. He just doesn't eat. He doesn't eat. He's probably hungry now. Yeah, yes. she she delivers that. It is, that is a funny moment. It was really funny. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. And Arsenio and, says, I'm going to time down, make him eat some ribs and interview him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to time down, nice interview him, and, and make him eat some ribs before the night is over. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, I wonder if that's a get off reference because ribs. ribs. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have a fun. The interview sections are really enjoyable and really fun. And Patty's adorable. Yeah, she is. She's so cute. Yeah. And then Arsenio holds up the long box. After a commercial break. Uh Right there. And they're out. They're in the crowd. In the crowd. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. he's holding, yeah, the long box of diamonds and pearls. Mm-hmm. Which what, I com- kind of completely forgot that that was like a thing that they would do when they would hold up the, yeah. you know. Th- well, it's the, like before, now, yeah, now it's now like they the hold album a, cover. Right. Even if there's not print. a real album, yeah. they will put the al- cover yeah. that would be in your CD box or show up on your streaming service. And they have yep. it printed as a record size. Yes. And that's what they would hold up now. For a while, they held up CDs. Mm-hmm. Before that, they held up the long box. And the, this one was complete with hologram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like... As they're coming back, so he's hold, Arsenio is holding the long box, and he's got a, he's standing behind a portion of the crowd and is poking people with his microphone. Uh-huh. Did you stop to look uh-uh. who he's poking? He's poking MC Hammer, oh. who's in the crowd. He's you know on the verge of fame and fortune. Uh-huh. With, uh, can't touch this and sampled some of Prince's music for the song "Pray" on "Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him." And Sheila E is there. Little Richard is there also seated with them, and they're all wearing red, like they all wore red, so maybe Prince could see them, identify them quickly, we'll be there wearing red. Uh Um, Kind of interesting that Sheila's there, I guess because of her connection to Patti LaBelle, but obviously Sheila had left the Mm -hmm. band after Love Sexy and was not, you know, kind of in the Paisley Park world. Right. Uh, In fact, had her own string of albums on a different label without Prince involvement at all. Right. Arsenio says, oh, this is a very cool album cover. It moves when you, like he'd uh-huh. never seen a hologram before. <laughs> like, this is from the future. <laughs> and did you hear Patty's reaction? Oh, she was like, oh. Yeah, but she says, it looks like the bell. It looks like the bell. Oh, it does. Oh, like it looks yeah. like me uh-huh. as a maybe slightly younger person. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. This is a very cool album cover. It changes when you... It looks like LaBelle. It does. Okay. (laughs) Serious. I love it. This is what it looks Um, like. So that's where Arsenio says, debuting his upcoming single, Mm -hmm. Cream. Yes, to be released October 1st. Right. He's going to debut his new single, Cream, from the up-and-coming album, Diamonds and Pearls. It'll be released October 1st. This is Prince and the New Power Generation. And then Cream starts, and I assume that this would have been the first time most people heard this song. Yes. I don't. For sure. I don't know that he had played it very many places, certainly not not on television. Right. So a little Easter egg, when he, he performs Cream, Arsenio Hall announces it, and it would be his next single on the maxi single for Cream. Okay, so back at the beginning of the show... Uh-huh. When Patty introduces Let's Go Crazy and Kiss and Prince, Arsenio yells, Prince and the New Power Generation! Prince and the New Power Generation! 
and that take of him saying that is sampled on the Cream Maxi single Holy that would come smokes. out weeks so later. So he mentions he mentions this as the upcoming uh, single. Uh huh. So which tells us that the single was not yet quite complete. Maybe the single was the song was, but not the Maxi single. Okay. The, all the remixes and oh, everything. Oh, okay. Out, so. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Every time I hear him say that, I'm like, oh, that's right from the, I think it's at the very beginning of the Cream remix, mm-hmm. the NPG remix of Cream. That's the first track on the maxi single is Arsenio's voice from Prince's appearance on his show. That's pretty cool. That's pretty fun. I mean, that's like, and I'm sure he did not ask permission. Oh, no. I'm sure he just did it. And Arsenio's like, whatever, man. Oh, that's awesome. I'm on a Prince record. Uh-huh. Okay. So, I mean, it's the same set. Uh huh. But Prince has, of course, completely changed. This playing is right. right into Patty's stories. Uh huh. Throughout this whole interview. About yeah, oh, Prince. yeah. He changed six times. Uh, yeah. I was with I'm him scared for... of, I'm scared of you. Is that what she says? <laughs> uh, so he's essentially in the get off video Yo, outfit, black outfit, wide. Neck, neck. Uh huh. The ch- the chain with a simple love symbol. Lo- love yeah. symbol. Yep. I think there's like waist chains, yes. belts, things. Yeah, like yeah. from Tick Tick Bang. Uh-huh. Like this chain right. around my hip. I want a 24K relationship. He's wearing it. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the yellow cloud guitar mm-hmm. and a black do rag also with right. the symbol in the do rag. Yes. And the again, like insane typhoon do. Mm hmm. But he is clean. He also has like candy in his mouth. <laughs> okay. So that was my thing was uh, what's the rule that Prince has been breaking this entire performance? He chewed gum the whole song. Yeah. I, I, I think know it, if it was, was gum. gum or like a piece of hard candy well, or something. I couldn't uh, tell. Yeah. I, it'd be hard to know for sure. But I thought it was gum because I thought I'm like, was he chewing? Chewing gum? He was chewing gum. And then it was at the end, I'm like, he was legit had like something, something in, his in his mouth. mouth. Oh, yeah. Like the cardinal sin of performance uh, on yeah, stage is, is like don't, to be eating something. Yeah, you don't do that. And I'm like, well, here's he broke the rule because he is the best. He is the best. And he could deliver it. Quite. He knew he could sing uh-huh. and play guitar and dance. Yep. He could do it all. Like the... Let's go crazy and kiss. He came off as like super energetic and uh-huh. like dancing like mad. And Cream, he looks maybe it's just the all black, but to me, he looks a lot skinnier and uh-huh. not, not frail, but less like this muscle man, yeah. you know, sprite, uh-huh. pixie man. Right. And here he looks maybe it's just because of the proportions of his body to the guitar, like it's a small guitar, uh-huh. looks big on him. Um, and he tends to like, kind of walk sideways and strut a little bit and he's uh-huh. real slick and slender. Uh-huh. Just kind of a, a totally different, like not just outfit, but also persona during right. the song. He's like, it's not in your face. It's like sneaky, good and sneaky, cute and mm-hmm. sneaky, sexy. Yep. Yes. Uh, but the dancers behind him have, are definitely taking the 
cue from Caligula yeah. for the dancing because right. there's the Game Boys out there, and then there's three women that come out there to dance with the Game on Boys. On a platform above uh-huh. Prince. That's right. probably and what, it's three very, feet in the air. Yeah. Yeah. And it is very, like, sexual. Yes. It's Lots a, of it's legs, very... spread legs uh-huh. and in-between legs uh-huh. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. When he sings, you're so cool, he's clearly chewing some kind of candy. Uh-huh. And he holds up his hand like a mirror to give himself a little bit of approval, which uh-huh. is a nod to him saying later, you know, I wrote this while I was looking in the mirror. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was this part where I wrote in my notes, It's you got to remember, few people in the world had heard this song at this point, but it is like, it's a, one of Prince's underrated pop top 40 thinly veiled sexuality, but it's really about giving yourself confidence kind uh-huh. of songs. And how much people were into it is mm-hmm. really cool to me. Uh, some well-planned choreography with make a rule, then break them all because you are the best. And he's uh-huh. looking right at the camera that uh-huh. he's singing to. He knew where to look. He knew where to point. It was very, very well-planned. He has a nice little guitar solo that pleases him a lot when he says, look up in the air, it's your guitar. Uh-huh. Look up in the air, it's your guitar. very pleased with his guitar playing and the way things are going you can tell yes some same direct to camera delivery when he says you got the horn so why don't you blow it <laughs> like he's almost like not an insult but like you can do this what's the problem When you get to the cream, 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 and he's stroking the neck of Uh his guitar, running his hand up and down it. Uh Um, We get a little mouth click there, too. This was like the era of Uh Prince spelling things out in his songs and the mouth click, meaning that kind of thing. This is the part that really got me excited about cream this is the first time i'd heard the song and he sings a little bit like he says let me say now one time bunny uh-huh. and he starts i don't know if he says bunny or boogie because uh-huh. it's a cream shibuggy bop or it's just a noise that he makes and there's this dirty guitar solo uh-huh. that is like a true like he kind of steps out and takes a minute to shred a little bit and it's uh-huh. got this dirty tone to it um and I had no idea when I went and got the album version. I was sort of like waiting for that part of the song. Like, where's the guitar solo? And it's not part of the the album version is a whole different deal. Right. Much smoother and more well-produced. And this whole dirty tone guitar solo was just absent. Here at the end of the song, as it kind of like gets this crescendo and the drums are at the end, and he kind of pretends to eat nectar or take a taste of something, and he looks at the crowd while the drums are like building, and he goes, you want it? (laughs) He asks like, you want more? That kind of thing. You know, then he does the 
upward splits again and he's gone, but he like screams something at the crowd uh-huh. like you want it, but he's in the middle of pretending to eat and uh-huh. also eating something. I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> I just have it in my head that it's nectar or grapes that he's pretending uh-huh. to like get a little taste of and then scream at other people because uh-huh. he's got it all and nobody uh-huh. else has it. <laughs> Some kind of evil sprite pixie fruit hoarder. <laughs> This, when, when uh, the Super Deluxe Edition of Diamonds and Pearls was announced, I really hoped that this was going to be on it because yeah, the... this version of Cream especially is just like, it's the one to yeah, me. It's, yeah, it's, it's your it's favorite. Just, oh, it's so fun and fun to watch him. Uh-huh. Um, he clearly likes it, you know, and it's kind of a new sound for him too. He was aiming for a little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of Robert Palmer, mm-hmm. you know, addicted to love type kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I just think it's underrated. Fair. Most people I see on the internet are like, cream. I don't even like cream. It's not even that good of a song. Okay. Whatever. I guess to each their own. Interview part two after uh-huh. a break with uh, Arsenio and Patty. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, she tells us that she did the funky chicken with Prince. That's right. And she says that she danced him off the stage and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had to go change because uh-huh. he sweat himself out because he couldn't <laughs> keep up with her. Uh-huh. Did you hear, like, as they're coming back in, Arsenio is talking to the crowd, and they had to have just shown parts of the maxi single video for oh, Get Off? Yes. He yes. mentions it, which I and completely forgot. And it's not in forgot. the YouTube video that we saw, So, it, but I think it might have been, I think it might have been shown the night that they showed this, but it's not in the video that we had to watch. Okay. So I thought it was because that's all I watched, but I might huh? be wrong. I thought that it was in it because oh. that's the only one I watched for this preparing. No, no. I mean, the, he says that there was a video clip of some kind that was shown. That, that little thing you just saw is the, maxi video of get off which actually is going on sale tomorrow and it's a lot of extra stuff that you can't see on bet and mtv and i didn't see any video clip it oh, was no. like it came it was back like, from a it was break just for the audience to oh. see it wasn't for oh broadcast it was like something they played just for the in-house audience oh so okay. they got a little clip of something they were playing something oh, during okay. prince's one of his 14 costume changes <laughs> and getting Patty and back on stage and sitting down. Okay. They must have shown oh, some I of that. Oh, I thought that maybe they cut that out for YouTube, but... No, I okay. it never aired. It was just a mention oh, that uh, uh-huh. Arsenio says to the crowd, but then says, it's coming out tomorrow. Uh-huh, which I was like, oh, that's got to be like September 10th then. That's what he meant. Yeah. yeah. So they knew when it was going to air that uh-huh. this would be out. So it's some of that... that some of that time shifting things that, you know, light night, late night people have to do. Uh-huh. They record in the afternoon. Right. It airs at night. Um, and evidently that wasn't what they did for Arsenio. They recorded a few days beforehand. Yeah. I don't know why that is. If maybe there was something else going on or he was stacking up shows for later on, but you know, Arsenio was pretty topical humor. So right. To, I don't know that it was an always thing that they recorded them a week in advance because right. he had, you know, news and pop culture stuff in his monologue. Right. Wow. So they talk about 
Patty being comfortable with her age, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, she said 47, and right. Arsenio points out, like, you just proclaim it, and she says, you know, I want to own it, and that she says she can't wait until she's 60. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, well, congrats, because today, in 2023, you're 79. Uh-huh. She's going to be 80 in May. Wow. And looks great, by yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she said she had three sisters, and none of them made it to... Uh, the age of 49. Right. Which I didn't know. And uh, Arsenio asks her what her favorite Prince song is. And she says, Purple Rain, but also Diamonds and Pearls, <laughs> which of course we have not yet heard, but she had evidently heard it. But Sure. But she's. it's hard to know if she really like loved Diamonds and Pearls or if she was playing along with the. Uh, yeah, it's who knows. important for uh-huh. me to say this. Uh huh. It's the new right. song. Right. I can't just live in. Purple Rain. Right. Yeah. And But she is delighted to hear the next song, which is Purple Rain. Yeah, because Arsenio says to her, maybe maybe he'll do Purple Rain for you. Uh-huh. Kind of like, and I don't think she knew. No, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's. You, I believe her when uh, they come back from the break and uh, Arsenio announces it and Patty's genuinely surprised. Uh-huh. She says, I didn't, I, I didn't know. Uh-huh. I swear. I swear. This is... Uh, this is part of his Academy Award-winning score, performing Purple Rain. I didn't know. Please welcome back Prince in the new power generation. All right. You know, like it was yeah. a gift, like Prince maybe uh-huh. did that for her. Right. Because she came to support him. Right. Which I think would be a cool behind-the-scenes thing to know. Mm-hmm. Patty, call us so we yep. can ask you. <laughs> And they play Purple Rain. Prince wears a very fancy purple suit. It's got many, many buttons down the front in this kind of undulating front closure with piping on it. It's very cool. Yeah, the piping and the buttons match exactly the yellow guitar. So it's like this extremely curated Uh costuming and instrument paint job. Absolutely. Levi plays the opening notes, the chords for Purple Rain, which is typically, you know, had been a windy thing during Mm -hmm. the Purple Rain era anyway. The Game Boys have to take a back seat for Purple Rain. They're relegated to flag duty. Uh (laughs) They hold the flags, they wave the flags, they man the flags. They game man the flags. So the the do the the do rag is gone also. Mm-hmm. So he's like his hair has been redone. Yeah. Right. So he's been out there and danced and got all sweaty for the first two songs. Then came out in cream, had a black do rag in. Uh huh. Then the do rag comes off and the makeup and the hair is all redone. Yeah. And it's like a it's a truncated version of Purple Rain, what I would call it like the, the standard concert version of Purple Rain because it's a long song, but he right. doesn't deliver more than like the first verse and the chorus and then uh-huh. you know. Right, and then the the vocalizations yeah, that everybody fall, likes yeah. to sing along the with. Yee the hoo hoo hoo. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has his eyes downcast for almost all of this yeah. while he's singing, while he's playing guitar. He is not looking up and looking at the audience. He is like looking at the ground in front of him. Yeah. Until there's a little breakdown after the call and response. The woo there's like a breakdown in the song with like, you know, uh-huh. drums are going and building and 
Prince is super coy, looks right at the uh-huh. camera, holds one finger up. Yeah, like, oh, wait, wait for it. And then turns around and waits again, uh-huh. like, points his finger again, like, it's coming. Uh-huh. And then, like, yeah. brings it all back, and it is a super cool moment. That's right there. Those, like, little three seconds is some of the best uh-huh. Prince television there is. Yeah, it's very, very fun. And then when he is done with this fantastic guitar solo, uh, he blows on his guitar because it is steaming hot. Oh, he has to cool it down. He's uh-huh. also like at that end, I think. So he kind of, he's kind of shaking his head like, this was so good. I'm into it. Uh-huh. And I think he puts the pick in his mouth oh. at the end of the song, too. As it ends, and he kind of holds a bow at the end too, stands there and kind of remains on stage. But I think Arsenio knows, don't touch him, don't ask him any questions, don't uh-huh. talk to him. Right. That's why you have Patty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't have to talk to me. Yes. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then, the, you know, goes to commercial break and it comes back and we hear this shimmering. <laughs> yes. And it's Arsenio tells us that Prince gave the audience tambourines. Of course he did. That's right. Probably all love symbol tambourines. Uh-huh. Early version. Early version. Right. And true yeah. Prince fashion. Do they get to early take version. those home, do you think? Oh yeah, because uh don't they say something like our or Patty says, I hope I hope there's one backstage for me. And Arsenio uh-huh. says, I'll give you mine if there's not one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. yes, I think they were okay. gifts. For sure. Fun. Yep, Patty introduces the next song, Daddy uh, Pop. Uh-huh. No one's ever heard of this. Nope. I mean, unless you happen to see it live in a small venue. Uh, and as she introduces it, she has to sneak in a little uh, fangirl moment for Rosie Gaines, because she uh-huh. says, Rosie, sing. Okay, performing Daddy Pop from his upcoming album, Diamonds and Pearls, my favorite. This is Prince and the new power generation, Rosie Sing. She knows. Obviously, she's heard the song. She knows Rosie's got, Rosie Gaines has a big part of singing and deliver this and delivering the song. And you can tell she's a big cheerleader for Mm -hmm. Rosie Gaines, which is awesome. What an intro. I mean, you get the little, oh, daddy, you are all the best. Something like that, whatever that little sample is. Prince and Tony are even further back. Uh-huh. That must have been in a different lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it looks like they're running towards camera past uh-huh. the little goblet of fire uh-huh. and leap off of what I can only assume are exercise trampolines. Uh-huh. Uh, land, do the splits. Uh-huh. Synchronized. Synchronized very well, actually, uh-huh. considering how different body types they have. Yes. And Prince is in do-rag party mode. It's another yellow it's outfit. completely yellow. But yellow. not the same lacy no. yellow from... But No, it's a little lacy, yeah. but it's a little... Um, it's more you... fabric-y then. Yeah. So there, it's yeah. it's almost like a crushed velvet pattern yeah. in in a not completely opaque yes. fabric. Yes. So the, very thin. Yeah. 
The You can see through parts of it a little bit, but he's got yellow pants, yellow boots, yellow tunic top that's got this lacy stuff in it's it. It's like casual yellow. wear, too. It's untucked uh-huh. with his collar up. Yeah, yellow do-rag. I mean, it is And the do-rag is the same fabric as the outfit, outfit too. Yes. You would think, like... Why would that why work? Be stretchy. Um, you're, you're not Prince. That's why it won't work. <laughs> if I wore yellow head to toe, I'd look like a banana. Oh, um, I don't know that you'd be able to see me because my skin is the same color. <laughs> it might be camouflage for me. He is in do rag party mode. He stands there with his legs kind of spread and uh-huh. uh, does this little thing with his hands like, you better stand up because we're going to party. A ton of, like, again, leaping is a big thing during this period. He leaps off of that somewhat high platform. Uh-huh. Tons of fun photography with the Game Boys that culminates. Photography or choreography? What did I say? You said photography. I'm, tons sure, of people fun took, photo- I'm sure people took pictures. <laughs> choreography? Super fun dancing. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But it culminates in what still to me today looks like a very believable punch from Uh Tony M to Prince's face that, you know, of course, Tony was far away, but they have this down to where it looks. Uh It's a movie punch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right as verse one starts. It's a punch and Prince kind of like falls into the microphone Uh to deliver the first verse of Daddy Pop. And the singing is so deep. It Almost doesn't sound like him. Yeah, it's D. It's, it's actually his whole vocal range for Daddy Pop ranges from like I tenor mean, bass uh-huh, to, to super high falsetto, higher than Rosie Gaines. Obviously, like his heart has got to be. That's a serious. Serious cardio that he's uh-huh. doing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's very underrated. I think his uh-huh. ability to sing and dance, and I mean, it's like uh-huh. talk about Suzanne Summers; she would have been on the floor, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. I just thought also he clearly trusted Tony because who else uh-huh. is going to throw a punch uh-huh. at Prince and not touch him? Uh huh. And he, I mean, he wouldn't let Michael Jackson. Sing to him, your butt is mine. Yeah, but he lets this guy throw a throw a fist at him, punch yeah. him on stage. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that's kind of cool. I so, mean, <laughs> when he sings, "Steady wishing he was in your car." I just laughed at how big Prince's pretend steering wheel is. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> It's like if a tiny little puppy was driving a, an 18-wheeler. It's so exaggerated well, and cute. You know, the steering wheels on older cars were much larger than they are now. I know, but Prince's, uh, it's exaggerated, let's say. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's very, for very sure. Cute. Man, you got to love Prince dancing on a piano. Oh, yeah. I mean, for uh, the entirety of verse 2. Uh-huh. It's great. It is. And then he freaking leaps off this thing. I'm like, it does is he have wings somewhere? Because when you're that strong and you weigh I mean one fifteen. Yeah. One nineteen. Soaking maybe? wet. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, but he just, he leaps off in heels. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, he had to be 12 feet in the air yeah. at the highest. Oh, yeah. When he leaps off of that thing and he lands and goes right into it, is dancing. And like, there's no wince of pain or no. even like cl- like a normal human would at least like, close your eyes as uh-huh. you jump and you know an impact is coming. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. He's like, my my notes are unfussed. Right, yeah. Lands, spins. Yep. I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. I'm like, this is oh, yeah. incredible. For sure. And you almost expect, oh, at some point he's going to play this piano, but... <laughs> Oh no, no, it's a complete prop. It's a prop. It yes. is a, it's, it's for a him prop. to stand on and dance on. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, as he jump, he prints and the Game Boys kind of go in a circle. He, they mock guitar playing uh-huh. all of them while the band does their thing. Prince crawls under their legs and he gets a little hip pump assist. I mean, it was so dirty. Oh yeah. It was so and then he makes this the face lip, he like yeah. licks his lips oh, and yeah. like like I'm he's like, eating chocolate uh, mousse. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Sure, that's what he was eating. Sure. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Then he takes, he revisits the piano. He takes uh-huh. the mic stand with him this time. Yes. Um, and they start delivering the uh, a list as long as history itself. The choreography there, first of all, like if you, I went back to him, I'm like, was that scroll there from the very beginning? And it was. Uh-huh. Of course, you don't notice right. it or see it. Right. And they have it timed out perfectly, right? They roll out the scroll, uh-huh. and Tony gets his foot on it in the exact right spot at the exact right moment. It's so literal, though. It, it is. It's very a little... funny. True. It's a little raspberry beret uh-huh. hat moment. Yeah. But it is... I mean, they've been doing silly stuff right. throughout this whole thing. Right. So. I'm like, that is the dirtiest Santa naughty and nice list. Right. Man, I mean like you're you're you get nice things for being on the naughty list in this scenario. Yeah. And also I think we get ruined on Prince album versions by seeing the live performance first. Uh This was true of Fury when he performed it on Saturday Night Live and it was so dangerous and Angry and fun. Uh-huh. Uh then you and then the, the album version seems tame by comparison. Here, like even when they get to one and only daddy pop. So that's like the album version, but Prince does this little ad lib there where he goes, One and only daddy pop dig it. Uh-huh. You know, he kind of has yeah. the freedom. He's like Peyton Manning as a quarterback. You get up there to the line of scrimmage. If you Call see something audible. that you like or don't like, do whatever you want. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's how Prince operated his entire you mm-hmm. know career, essentially. So we get another leap and a yelp from Prince as he does it. He does this little high-pitched yelp uh-huh. before he jumps from atop the piano with the mic, but he leaves the mic stand uh-huh. there. Right. So he's got to go back. Yeah. He doesn't have a choice. Well, or somebody could get it for him. He's going to go back. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Rosie kind of has come out from behind her yeah. keyboard to yeah. join him out there for some dancing uh-huh. and singing. Prince is going to mime clean it up again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even his cologne thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. He goes back to the top of the piano again, puts the microphone back on the mic stand, and he's ad-libbing again these parts that aren't in the album version, but which are on the 12-inch remix of Daddy Pop that's uh-huh. on Diamonds and Pearls Super Deluxe, asking 
Rosie, how many scream, baby? And she says, 30,000 scream at night. And Prince says, I know that's a lot. There's just a whole call and response thing between him and Rosie. That's a lot of fun that I missed on the album version when I finally got my hands on it, you know, Mm -hmm. especially him mimicking spraying cologne on himself. It looks like he's holding a rectangular glass bottle Uh of cologne that's aerosol and he's spraying it onto Uh himself, getting ready again, primping himself uh, on the piano and does this what's my name ad lib uh-huh. what's my name yeah. what's my name and i really missed that yeah in the album version the way he's saying it it's like seems so natural you know and like he said uh, i think it's in the diamonds and pearls super deluxe edition book he says this song is about people who talk uh-huh. and it kind of comes out there like the emotion yeah. of it all comes out there yeah, a little S word slipped through in Tony's rap too. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, what it did? What did he say?" Oh, you'll have to show me where that is. Again, I think you know he Prince does the splits and steadies the mic as he uh-huh. comes up from the splits. Like yeah. It's like the, the mic stand is out of control. Prince does the splits, and in the middle of it is able to steady the microphone before Tony's rap, which is just crazy. Sonny and Levi and Prince are on that platform. Prince is in the middle. Sonny's left-handed, so his guitar is pointing off stage. Uh-huh. Levi's guitar is pointing the other way, uh-huh. and it's like this symmetrical thing of beauty uh-huh. just because of how they play guitar and Prince is in the middle kind of dancing Prince, just like the special Olympics performance of push. Like uh-huh. Tony is rapping yeah. his daddy pop part and uh-huh. Prince is Melvin in the Long. background. He just, he knows, he knows the entire thing uh-huh. that's having, especially the turn this mother out tonight. Uh-huh. You know, he's singing along with, which is great. There's a really cool, climbing baseline you can pick out when he says whatever it is trash it up because we ain't through that i hadn't noticed before which obviously is sunny t's playing and i like i think his rap is okay but again it's a little yelly but it's like a party hype song this is like a different kind of delivery than get off to me prince runs over to the piano and releases helium balloons all curated in colors too, uh-huh. right? They're yeah. red, orange, yellow, and purple or blue uh-huh. balloons. Yeah. Yeah. And he did would do that again when he was on Arsenio Hall the next time. Oh, yes. He did he did that same thing over again where he had the piano full of helium You're talking balloons. In nineteen ninety two. Mm-hmm. When yeah. he was there with Maite. Yep. Little man almost lost some fingers too. Oh, yeah, he came it, da- like the lid. He lifts it up, uh huh, and I think he expects it to stay open a little longer than uh-huh. it is, and it starts to fall. And he like starts to catch it, and he's near like the hinges of the piano, uh-huh. and that lid is slamming down, and he uh-huh. removes his hand like just in milliseconds time. before it is crushed by uh-huh. this 
Yeah, I mean, there's so many little moments like that that I'm like, he handled it perfectly. It was no yep. big deal. Yeah. You know, whatever happens, I'll make it look cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So they do the right about now, MPG is like, and they're kind of like uh-huh. wagging their fingers. And pr- I mean, he is covered in sweat. Like the sweatiest, most clean, put together man you've ever seen in your <laughs> life. Um, and he does that again. He slides boots first into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And his yellow like. boots. And then he, he runs off and he practically disappears by the time yeah. the camera's back. He's one gone. Of, I forget one of the Game Boys that like picks up the mic stand and puts it back, and Prince is long gone. Uh-huh. Like he is, it's a, yeah. Yeah. Like people are going to clean up after me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh huh. Oh boy. There was a post, like a little after party, sort sure, of, right? They sure. Come back Arsenio after. and Patty kind of close out the show. Right. Yeah. And we hear Prince is not on stage. No, he's not. He's not there. But Tony M is rapping Call of the Law. Yeah. From 1982's album Gold N. I'm not going to say the word. You're not going to say the word. We're going to cover the album. So. Yeah, and we're not going to say the word because we're we're white. <laughs> we're, <laughs> so we don't we're get not to eligible. say that word. That's right. Golden. G-O-L-D-E-N is uh, what we can call it. Golden. Golden. Sure. Actually, so yes, it did end up on that album, but it also was the B-side to Money Don't Matter Tonight. Uh-huh. So it would be... It would it's definitely a Diamonds and Pearls era yeah. uh-huh. song. In fact, Prince liked it enough that he put it as the B-side to another single mm-hmm. from the album. Patty gets to hold up a mic for the Game Boys as they're singing. They're just having a, you know, kind of a chill, good time. Yep. I would have liked to have seen that entire thing because, again, Tony's a little more laid back and uh-huh. his delivery there is, to right. me, a lot more enjoyable. I did wait for the credits to roll. The Get Off Maxi Single video courtesy of Warner Brothers Records or whatever's there and it's missing the extra T. <gasps> what? Yep. So a near flawless performance until the credits ran and they had to misspell the name of the song. But he didn't perform it. So no, that's true. That's true. All in all just an excellent show. I remember being in high school Setting the VCR to record. Uh-huh. And I think I missed like the first minute or so of oh, it for, I think uh-huh. it was like a 1035 start or something oh, like that okay. that I didn't realize. Oh, okay. Something threw it off in some form or fashion. So when I finally got to see the little intro with Arsenio and Patty there, it seemed kind of new to me. Oh, fun. Yeah. Fun. Um, but I think the pinnacle of Prince TV appearances we just witnessed. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that was enough to talk about. So we're going to make some selections real quick. We choose three things. We choose a time capsule, something that exemplifies the time period at which something was recorded or released. This is all recorded. The C, the low point, the thing that we like the least, and the mountain, the high point. Yes. These are my dumb rules. So I go first. The time capsule Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. was the butt out pants because Uh, even even somebody who did not have cable knew all about the butt out pants. That is a that is a better choice than mine. Oh, <laughs> because I just wrote down any of it in all caps. But 
But I gave it to Arsenio's outfit with the one sleeve, oh. that kind of... I don't know. It's interesting that we both gave it to outfits and clothing or lack uh-huh. thereof, but yeah. different people. So, but you know what? I agree with you. Yours is better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you win time capsule. Okay. I know. It's we not a normal. competition, I, but, but okay. it is today. You still won. <laughs> All right. Uh, the C for me was that Rosie's mic didn't work in the VMA performance. Oh boy. I'm like, that is, I get that it was the end of the show and that was a big stage and a lot of people on it and a lot of things to come together. But for the love of all that's good and holy, let's one of the primary singers of the song, let's get their microphone working. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. You do, obviously you do a sound check and all that, but you've got to tear it all down and put it back together in a period of time when you don't get to check it. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. But I was like, I would think somebody would have like, Fixed it from the beginning of the song to the end of the song. Get her a new mic. Do they not have a backup mic around? Who knows? Um, For me, the C was nothing. I skipped this completely. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not. I I gave the C to cutting off the NPG during Call the Law at the end. I would have liked to have, I wish there was a you know, a non-TV aired version of it. Some of that's shown up in the past, like Prince playing the song Guitar uh-huh. on Jay Leno, and it was just kind of a rehearsal. It was for the studio audience only, but it wasn't aired. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure somewhere cameras were rolling. They didn't quit. They had Prince and his band there. I'm sure that there's tape somewhere, maybe underneath Hagrid's motorcycle or something. <laughs> so yeah, that was my least favorite part was like, oh, I would have liked to have seen the rest of that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> The Mountain, yeah. for me, was that he did so many songs on Arsenio Hall mm-hmm. that it was just such a fun, long showcase of Prince, a way for people who couldn't afford or didn't have time or didn't weren't in the right location to go see Prince live to have such an extended performance is like the next best thing. And really a lot of, uh, credibility and support to Arsenio Hall, a black late night host, uh, was super, super important. So just really his whole appearance and what that meant to fans and to Arsenio Hall, is my mountain. Yeah. That's a great one. For me, I went a little more granular and narrowed it down to just the guitar solos and cream. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although this whole thing, his whole appearance on Arsenio was all mountain worthy to me. He was like super accessible, super fun. I mean, how could you not like at least be impressed with what this guy was doing? He looked Um, like he was having a good time. I mean, he was like defiant. Fine gravity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was magical then. I mean, it yeah. was, and it was great timing. Say what you will about Diamonds and Pearls, but a great pop top forty album for the time. Whether it was chasing trends or not, put that aside. It was just. I think this appearance really helped bolster that album a I lot. Agree. A I lot. agree. Yep. Awesome. Well, All next right. up is a short break for us right. for the holiday season, but. When we do make our way back after mm-hmm. we, you know, get all of the empty Amazon boxes out of our house, <laughs> we are going to continue down the same path. So we're not to Diamonds and Pearls, the album yet. <laughs> nope. Sorry, because tomorrow, in Arsenio's words, 
is when the Get Off Video EP is coming out, which was released on September 10th, 1991. Thank goodness we have a video cassette recorder, and we will be digging out the black case with yellow sticker Get Off Video EP from the cabinet where it has not been played in... I don't know, Christy. I know. 30 years, maybe more. <laughs> I'm a little afraid to put it in the VHS. That's okay. It, ne- it needs to be played. It wants to be played. It's its destiny. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very exciting. We cannot wait. We hope that you have a beautiful holiday season. Whether you celebrate or not, we hope that you're able to have some time and fun with family and friends. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening. If you get some of those family and friends like uh, Prince, you should really tell them about the show because it's way more fun when you can listen with a friend. We know you make a choice when you listen to us, and we really appreciate that you choose to spend some time with us. And until next time, happy purple listening. Happy New Year.